This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Uh, for those joining on the online feed, can we please use the raise hand function to ask questions? Uh, but we'll start in the room, and we'll kick off with James. Hi, Robert. How are you and your side feeling ahead of this weekend's North London derby? Uh, I'm feeling very well. I mean, we we are playing in front of a lot of people now. We we won the last game against them, so I'm, I'm, and uh, all the players are training well, and everybody's back from the national team. So we are very um, very much looking forward to this game. And you beat Arsenal in December. Just how significant do you think that was, more psychologically than anything for this side? Yeah, I mean, we haven't beaten them before and I think that shows what we are capable of and that shows what we want to do every game against them. So I think that was a, a proof that we are taking steps. Uh, then, of course, to beat them again will be even more nice and show the world that we are taking more steps. But then I also, you know, it's going to be a really tough game. So it's, uh, it's a, it was a good game. How do you feel about your results and performances since the victory over Arsenal? Has there been any frustration there at all? I think you always have both good times and bad times in every game and every week. So if you look at the first game against West Ham in the league, it was, it was quite good game in many phases of that. But still, uh, we received quite many goals and then was still a 4-3 win. But we created chances, scored some beautiful goals. And then it's a few, few games where we didn't win and we didn't really score those goals and playing that attacking football. But we had to you know, defend well against Man City, for example. So we're learning every game and we adding stuff to the way uh, and I think that's the whole year here will be all about learning stuff and go through all the processes we need so next year when we're going to compete for real I, I just hope that we have gone through all these phases against top teams how to defend how to press how to regain how to you know set pieces and everything so every game now is basically the first time we go through it so I think it's a it's a learning process. There's a record crowd at the Emirates for Arsenal's last match against Manchester United. How much are you looking forward to the challenge of bringing your side and taking them to a stadium like the Emirates where there's going to be so many fans there? I think that's the thing when you look at women's football and, and the main thing for me to work in this amazing environment is that we bring the, these athletes to these stadiums with people coming and watching. I think uh, looking back when I grew up and the female friends to me, they, they played football, but they didn't play in, in the stadiums. They didn't have so many fans. And to see this now is, is amazing. And I think this is just the first step. I mean, we want to have full stadiums at our home games. I hope all the other leagues become very professional. And I think, you know, this is for the, for the future, but we're already here. And, and it makes me very happy because that's why I'm in this business. Cheers. 
George. Hi, Robert. Um, just wanted to ask you about the international break. Obviously, you had lots of players away, but um, Grace Clinton, in particular, a young player, really sort of made her mark with England. How, how pleased were you to, to see her get an opportunity and, and clearly take it as well? It's been her journey this uh, six, seven months is amazing. And I think we saw a glimpse of it already the first weeks when she were here. And I think every month we have seen more and more stuff that makes us very clear that she's going to be a, a very good player. And now you can actually tell that she's already starting play in the Lionesses and she can actually score goals, win second balls, she can create free kicks, she can do stuff, right? So I'm very pleased with that. And, and of course, we are very happy to have her here right now. But it's also, I think it's important for me and for this club to make sure that we show the world and England that we can, we can take these young players and develop them and make sure that they become Lionesses because... If we're going to compete with the best teams in this league, we need to have an identity how we do that. And the case study will be Grace Clinton, how we can come here, get play time, be educated and, and feel the freedom to play anyway and actually reach the national team in Tottenham and not the big clubs. So when I look back, it's a lot of players in the top three clubs sitting on the bench because that was the professional environment before. But now you can actually go to top six clubs, top seven clubs and, and actually play in the national team. And I think that's the big step for us right now. So even if we are in the sixth place in the league, we show England that we want to compete. And now we actually have a possibility to, to bring those players here because they want to come now. Um, and that's good. And just with Grace, obviously she's had a really good season, but are you hoping kind of to see her be even better after you know, this experience and you know, the, the way she's kind of developed, I guess, over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, now you saw how she can play with that starting eleven in England against top nations. But... Of course, she came and played in the top two national teams in the world, and then you use her in the central areas, and she can be so good. And I think I've seen that as well. But when you play in a in a in a team that's top six and play against the top three teams, you you cannot just think that she's going to do that for the team either, because she's young and you need that support she gets in the lionesses. So, so for me, I'm I'm going to and the club going to make sure we continue work with her to make sure she's developing in Tottenham, and then when she plays in the national team, they can use her however they want. But I just like that she can handle both uh, and there's no rush because she's taking steps every week. And you obviously prepare sort of meticulously for every game. Um, this is obviously a, a big game, Arsenal away, a big, big stadium. How difficult has it been to prepare for it with the international break just before? <laughs> the tough thing is I, I don't think we have the best game against Aston Villa and then people is leaving directly after the game so you cannot, you cannot speak to the whole group about what was good, what was bad, how can we take steps there. And then you just need to accept that you work with the place you have here uh, and then you nail that and then you kind of start working on against the game against Arsenal but you know that you only work with the half of the group so you need to recap with the rest of them. So I mean today they were back and today we recapped about the Aston Villa game quickly and then we recapped about we have trained this 10 days and tomorrow everybody will be sharp enough to know what we're going to do against Arsenal. So I'm getting quite used to this and, and we used to need to be very sharp with the tactical analysis and how we make sure we perform on Sunday. But on the other hand, it's, it's very good to train with a small group because you can actually work with them in individual level and also in the tactical level. So we had a, a friendly game against the college team on that last Saturday. So we got good minutes and good relations and could work tactically anyway. And, and then you just need to make sure you recap with that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The place, of course. And just finally from me, um, you know, you, you've obviously you've said repeatedly that there is a gap to that top three, but you feel like you are closing that. Is there kind of a feeling that you know you, you almost need to be perfect on Sunday to to beat Arsenal again? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when I came to this country and and saw how good these top teams are, I realized they have been around women's football for a long time, put a lot of money into this, and you know built the repetition and performance in a good way. And we we did a good start of this of the season, and we showed that we can compete against the rest of the teams in the league. And then we. Actually, I had a good game against Chelsea in the first one, but when we played City and United before Christmas, I realized that the gap is quite big. Uh, and then you need to find strategies how to compete those games against them. And then that kind of affected the way we want to develop our attacking football. So we needed to do that to understand that we need to compete. And then we had success in uh, the Conte Cup against Arsenal and then in the league uh, beating them. And then we know, okay, well now we know how to beat them. If everything goes well, if you know we have a clean sheet, we find that goal and so on. But you cannot thinking that you're going to beat them every time with that strategy. You need to find your way to beat them, but it's going to take time. Uh, so now we are in between where we try to defend well against the top teams, but also try to be attacking. Then you saw Man City games 2-0, 1-0. So we, we're getting better structure how we defend, but we didn't create so many goal chances. And then you need to see, okay, how can we find more goal chances against Arsenal on Sunday? I don't think anyone here expects us to win the game, but everybody knows that we, we can win if we have a great day. Uh, and for me, that's where we are right now. Uh, but we want to be in the future where we basically want everybody to think that we're going to win that game because that's who we want to be. And we want to win it our style, not defend. And, you know, so we want to find the right way, but we need to also adapt and make sure that the, the gap was big. It's, it's closer now, but it's still a gap and we just need to improve. Jamie? Hey, Robert, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I just wanted to ask Team News, any update on Ash and Drew at all? Yeah, so they are back uh, training and uh, big chance that they will be in the squad on Sunday. So that's very good news. And just one on Martha Thomas and Beth England. I think we've spoken a little bit about how you're looking to trust the process with those two, two unbelievable strikers. What is it that you think needs to click going forward with them? I think it's a connection between them and the rest of the players. So if you're going to look at how they play, how they uh, move and so on, you need to have other players working as well. So we, if you're going to use Beth in the best way, she needs to get the ball in the box and score those goals, right? Uh, if you're going to use Beth, uh, Martha in the best way, she also needs those uh, combinations and so on. And then they need to connect with Grace and Celine who played the last game, for example. Uh, and sometimes that is easier in some games and sometimes, sometimes it's harder. And then you also have the, the self-confidence when you are a striker and doesn't score in many games. So... So we need to find ways how we use them in the right way. Uh, and of course, we, we look into that and we also look into the other place, how we can make sure that that works. Um, but on the other hand, they work really hard for the team and they want to improve. And I know, you know, sometimes they just need that goal, that chance, and then it, it can take them over the line as well. But of course, we need to find ways to make sure that they 
get to more goal chances because we want to be an attacking team and we want them to score goals, right? So, yeah, we, we're looking into that. And just last one for me. I just wanted a word on Molly Bartrip. It feels this season she has become a very integral leader to the squad, especially in Beth's um, absence. How have you found that she's stepped up her game this year in particular? I mean, I think when I come to this club and watch the, the, the leadership players in this team and you realise that Molly, she's a very good person, very great person. So you know that you can trust that she will say the right stuff. She will not say anything stupid. She will always be friendly. She will always be polite. She will always speak well about the club and her teammates. And then when she comes on the field and she can also be that leader on the field as well, then you realise that she's one of those players you really want to have and she can consistently be good and be a good leader sometimes. It's, it's hard to be a leader if you don't perform and it's hard to uh, perform with the captain's band if you don't do that. So I, I think she's been brilliant in all these roles and together with Beth and, and Olga, they have been really good you know, people all around the squad as well. Um, but I would say the most impressive thing is she played every minute and she basically been great every minute. So she do everything well in possession, out of possession. So uh, no, I'm very impressed by her. Cheers. We will move online for questions. We'll go to Alex, please. I think it was very good for her self-confidence to go back to Sweden and get that 90 minutes and score a goal, do a beautiful assist as well. She kind of played the wing-back-ish in that role as well. So it was a new role in Sweden, but, you know, she had a great game. Um, the main thing, she competes mainly against Celine and Grace, and you have seen how good they have been this, this time. So she knows that it's about adapting to this league and to this team, but... I think every week now she starts knocking on the door that she want to start the games. And now she came back from this national team. and So she's never been closer than this to, to actually start a game. So I think she's taking the right steps. But uh, I don't need to rush it because we have other wingers that's amazing as well. And then she can play a 10 as well. So we, we look into different roles and I'm sure that she's going to find more playtime the next upcoming games. And I think, you know, you shouldn't be surprised if she starts a few games before the league ends this year as well. So... She's following the plan we have with her and we, you know, we have a good discussion before she signed. These first six months is about adapting and taking times, but she's already taking those meters now. So I, I think she, she's knocking on the door to actually start games now. I mean, we are competing against Arsenal and we will always do that, but I'm very impressed with how they have done that with, the, with g g getting the fans to the stadium and sell it out a few times and so on. And we want to do that. We had a great experience against them home. Uh, we were not selling out the stadium, but we had a great atmosphere and our fans just followed us into that game. But I also, we need to be aware that Arsenal have done this for a few years. Uh, they've been longer in this game. They have worked really hard to how to reach the, the people to come to the games. Uh, I hope we can do that quicker than they did, but I also have enormous respect to what they have done, and I'm just very happy they have done it because I think uh, the women's football deserve it, and I think more will take over and follow them. And, and But you need to find your way, though. I mean, they are them, and we are us, and we need to find ways, but I'm very happy that they do it because I feel like um, the girls deserve it and the young girls to come to the games and see where they can 
be role models and you can they can be professional footballers in the future they're going to play in full stadiums it's uh, that's why we do this so i, I love that cheers rachel Um, it's, it's different stuff in that game, but I think one of it was in possession, how we can keep the ball and not lose it too easily. I think we, we kind of didn't have the best accuracy in our passes and movement and everything. I think they, I mean, they scored a really tough goal in the beginning and then you need to work back, but we came back to that and I think we had a great, you know, start of the second half. Uh, we m missed a few really good chances, or their goalkeeper had some really good saves. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's an even game, but we want to look more like how we want to look, and I don't think we, we did that. I think we forced too much the attacking football. We didn't really take our time to make sure we, we find the right attacking football. So I think we, we rushed it a little bit, and then we didn't really nail the press in some phases of the game, so we got frustrated about that. So uh, I think... I mean, I've spoken about it this whole first year will be that we're going to have a few knocks. And this was one of them that we cannot be perfect or we didn't really do a good first half and a part of the second half. But we worked hard this week to make sure how to position ourselves when we have a build up, how to attack. So we more like, uh, what do you say, like we have control of how we want to look. So we don't only go to the player and how good they are. We need to make sure we look like the way we want to look and from that take the right decisions. I felt like this game we tried to to solve it on our own instead of together. And so we took one step back to know where is the, the position we need to have before we do this free movement and everything. So, but it looks good this last week and I, I'm quite sure that we're gonna look good on Sunday. Uh, uh, you need to take one step at a time. So when, when they leave and the rest are staying, we need to make sure have to have a good plan for those players who stay. So then we work with the, with the feelings from the game against Villa. We work with a different strategy, how we're going to train with them who's staying because the smaller group affects the group, right? So we make sure we have shorter days but more intense and we make sure we have really good um, content for them who's staying so they feel like they you know, do something purposely good in the trainings. And then, like today, when they come back, the other ones, some of them are very happy because they scored a lot of goals in the national team, some perhaps lost some games, and then the rest of them are already done with Aston Villa. So then we're just like, you need to do a short recap. But the most important thing is to make sure everybody's on the same page for Sunday. So I think when you do everything else, it's more like, okay, now we are done with that. How do Arsenal look? How do we need to prepare ourselves for Sunday? And tomorrow is all about that game. So it's... it's um, it's a lot of people you're going to make sure to be on the same page, but it's also that's the fun part with this. So, And we're getting used to it. I mean, we want to have it like that, so it's nice. And clearly for supporters, this is the game that in an ideal world, they want to win more than anything else. How does that kind of translate in terms of players as well as staff? I think um, we feel it. I mean, we, we know the, the rivalry between these clubs. We know the, the big uh, game we had at home when we won and we saw the, the, 
the, um, the fans how they enjoy that game. So I think we we know now how much it means, uh, especially for me who's coming from abroad, right? So, uh, and especially if you can win at their stadium in front of so many people, that would be amazing. And um, I just hope we can also show the fans that we play good football, so we don't just go there and defend and hope for the best. We want to make sure we we show our fans that we are brave enough to go there as well and play our football and make sure we, we go for it. We want to win this game, but of course we need to be sharp because we play against a, a very good team as well. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, just to check for any final questions. Okay, thank you very much. Cheers. 